There's a lot of things that could happen in 2019. For example, one headline could be, Second KFC comes to Wingham, residents rejoice. Why not? There should be two in every town. I agree, all across Canada. New pizza shop opens in Godridge, bringing total to 67. I see that happening. Now there's one on every single block. Every There's three on every single block. Single home blows over in Carlo, cutting the town's number of buildings in half. We got an upset listener in Carlo a couple months ago who said, yeah. I don't like that you're always making fun of how many buildings are in Carlo. We're not going to stop. Radio guys still make fun of Carlo. Water returns to the Maitland River. It was a tough year for what, the Maitland. There was no water. There was hardly any You couldn't take a boat down that thing last Lots year. Lots of water right now. The fishermen taking advantage. New family moves to Kippen. Doubles population. Local residents not cleaning up their dog crap on the Maitland Trail. I feel like that's been a headline the last 15 years. Yeah, some things just never change. Dungannon changes their name to Fresh Air Gannon to attract more tourists. It just rolls off the tongue. Fresh Air Gannon. White squirrel in Exeter identifies as brown squirrel. There's a lot of things that could happen. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. We're heading into a new year, positively optimistic heading into a new year. And so are all those lame people on your Facebook feed who post those boring, loser, inspirational posts. Hey, that's me. (laughs) I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I've got some quotes for you going into the new year. Celebrate what you want to see more of. More cheese, for example. I want more cheese. C- celebrate what you want to see more of. What you want to see more of. Lame. Extra cheese. And now we welcome the new year full of things that have never been. What does that even mean? <laughs> or maybe never will be. <laughs> Tomorrow is the first blank page of a 365-page book. Write a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Or the first page of the boringest story you've ever yeah. read. First page of you doing exactly the same thing as last year. Like Netflix and chill. R- write it on your heart that every day is the best day in the year, Patty. <laughs> every day. That makes the new year not special. <laughs> oh, a good beginning makes a good end. It's an old English proverb. Okay, going to keep eating fast food and not watching your weight. 365 new burger joints. There you go. Although no one can go back and make a brand new start, anyone can start from now and make a brand new ending. I like that. I hate that. That's getting a Chewbacca scream. Oh, fatty. You need to be more grateful. You Mm -hmm. need to be more optimistic this year. Yeah, I'll try my best. I'm just going to try to keep eating okay. Yeah. That's it. I'm not going to save any more money. That's it. Not going to be nicer to people. I think I'm kind of nice already, except for you. Maybe I should be nicer to you. I should resolve to be nicer to Matt Hussey. That's a goal. I'll probably be like everybody else and give it up after two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Many of us have seen this movie, Bird Box, and it's led to a new challenge on the internet. People are doing the Bird Box Challenge. Now, if you haven't seen the movie, no spoilers here, but there's a good portion where the main characters are blind blindfolded. They're not allowed to see anything for their own safety. At one point, they're boating blindfolded, and they're walking around like scavenging homes blindfolded. They can't take this blindfold off, because if you take the blindfold off, the monster's getting you. Shh, no spoilers. They expose your your greatest fear, basically. Yeah, you better not spoil it. <laughs> you did Everyone's already. seen it. Everyone's seen it. That's the, you didn't spoil the ending. You didn't spoil the ending. Didn't spoil the ending. No. So now people are just doing random things on the internet, blindfolded. 
Netflix is warning, please don't do this. We don't want any lawsuits. No, who's going to sue People are doing just stupid things like brushing their teeth or whatever. But I think this challenge should be more to the reality of the movie. Things that we blind ourselves to because we fear the worst. Like the check engine light. We're already doing the bird box challenge there. Or your husband's back here. You, yeah. You know you turn a blind eye to that. You know it's there, but it's you, disgusting. you still love them. The kitty litter hasn't been cleaned in weeks. You know, that's the real bird box challenge. We do this all the time. I think that's why this movie resonates with people. Like when we pick up two avocados and we just hope it's cheaper once we get to the till, but it's not. No, it's like four bucks an avocado. Yeah. I bought some recently. Damn. Yeah. It was a lot of money. Groceries in general. We wish we had that blindfold. <laughs> the we- grocery store challenge. All it is is just going grocery shopping. And our greatest fear is that two bags of groceries is going to cost 200 bucks. It will. It does. It will. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. The internet is filled with these challenges. We had the Tide Pod Challenge this year. The Water Bottle Challenge, still going strong. The Ice Bucket Challenge was a big one. Ice Bucket, way back. But now people are doing the Bird Box Challenge. Based on the movie Bird Box on Netflix, people are doing household chores blindfolded. Hey, we got challenges here in Huron County. For example, the Blue Water Challenge. A lot of people don't know. You see how long you can sit through a Blue Water Council meeting before falling asleep. You win every time is the best part. Oh, that's tough. Or the Drive Around the Square Challenge. How many times can you go around before you get back? Backed into three on average. Maybe for me, it's three maybe. on average. Maybe there's the Wingham smell challenge. You can win if you drive through the town of Wingham without smelling KFC. Oh, see, that's one where you lose every time. That's similar to the Huron County in the spring challenge. You got to drive through the countryside without commenting on the smell. Oh, no, oh, that's you, tough. You can't do it. You that's can't tough, do it, especially in Dungannon. The Grand Bend challenge. You see how drunk you can get before you vomit behind Coco's. Again, one of those ones where you usually win. That's every week. Your odds are good. Your odds are good. The seeing something offensive on Facebook and not responding challenge. Grandmas fail this every time. They cannot do it. And Godrich Citizens Exchange Challenge. A lot of people don't know this. The Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, you complain about local politics online for as long as possible without addressing elected fi- officials face to face. They've been winning at this thing for years. They're doing a good job. They've at been it. doing a good job there. Well, that's similar to the Godrich Classifieds Challenge to scroll through today's listings without posting interested or still available. Yeah. It's impossible. It's a tough one. It's oh, a they're, tough they're one. They're all to tough. Win. So many local challenges. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Here's my grocery list. Number one, don't run into anyone I know. Isn't that the worst? Number two, eggs, milk, etc. Yeah. You just want to get in and out. And how many of us have avoided making eye contact at the grocery store? There's a trick to avoiding. And you're a happy looking guy and that's the problem. You look like you're in a good mood all the time. You need to fix that. You need to have resting bee face. Resting bee face. Yeah. Look like you're mad, like you've been having a rough day. Just like eyebrows curled, half frown. Mm-hmm. <sighs> You want to look like you're exasperated. I did this, an actual cousin of mine that lives a few hours away. I saw in a local store. And you would think that my love of family would be more powerful than my love of getting in and out of the grocery store. Nope. I knew I didn't have time to stop and talk in a socially awkward moment. Sometimes you're not in the mood to talk to anyone. This also happens with coworkers as well. You did this to me. Oh, Matthew. And you're like, oh, oh you're so here. nice to see you here. Oh, you're here. Saw me like minutes before. You were across the store. You're I wasn't going to walk over to say hi to the guy I work with every morning. I know, but like I, I kind of felt hurt by this. And you should have. I didn't want to talk to you. Ain't nobody got time for that. Mornings with Matt and Fatty.
It's a call every Huron County parent has to get, right? Mom, Dad, I'm in the ditch. There is a proper way to approach this conversation when you finally reach the crash site and you see your kid who hopefully is in good shape. Had this happen twice in the last week. Twice, same kid. <laughs> Dad, I'm in the ditch. Last week, my first question was, how's the car? You don't care about me at all, You don't even Dad. care about me? It's true. The fact that they're talking on the phone, you're assuming they're okay, which is a wrong assumption to make. First thing you say, are you okay? How are you feeling? You say, I don't care about the vehicle as long as you're alive. You hide your true feelings. You ask about them first. You're thinking about the car. You are. You're wondering that, especially if the vehicle is only a week old. Oh, no. I have to car shop again. I hate car shopping. (laughs) Tow truck again. Yeah, you recognize our faces from last week when you had to tow that other car away. Did you give him a hug? Yeah, he was shaken up. I made sure the hug was in the direction of the car. Yeah. Inspect the damage while comforting him. He's hugging you with eyes closed, just so happy his father has come to save him and you're just hugging him, eyeing up the car to see where the damage (laughs) is, what you're going to have to pay for. Repeating in my brain, don't mention the car. Don't mention the car. Your son is safe. Gotten good at this. And then that's when you go into the bedroom with your wife. That damn kid again! Second time in a week! They break everything! Uh, all we really care about at the end of the day is, is everyone okay? Mornings with Matt and Fatty. So I was telling the story about how my son went in the ditch, down on himself, saying, oh, Dad, I don't know what's going on. I just feel so unlucky. Son, you're not unlucky. You're just an idiot. No. Is what you said to him. No, I didn't. I said, you're not unlucky. You're just 20-something. You're just a 20-something, and that's what happens to young people. And you're learning the hard way. I had the same thing happen. told him, when I was your age, I would set out to work on unplowed roads sometimes. Three days in a row, I had the plow had to pull me out of the ditch because I couldn't get through like, the snow. You're like a goldfish, dude. And eventually I learned that, okay, you just, you don't go to work if the road's not plowed. Just stay home. It but, seems like common sense, but it, when, when you're 20... You think, oh, I got to get to work. Yeah. That, that's what you're thinking. You're My not- boss is Lord and I have to do what he says. Right. So I learned that the hard way. I got stuck many times. Well, you hit this patch of ice. Now you're going to be looking for ice and snow patches ahead of you and you're going to slow right down. You learn the hard way sometimes. You also learn this the hard way. Another car lesson as well. You learned about oil the hard way. When I was that age, I didn't realize you had to check the oil in your vehicle. You don't realize sometimes oil burns off or leaks and you got to change it. I just thought oil stayed in the vehicle. It just stays there forever and Endeavor. I burned out an engine. Yeah. Another thing I learned the hard way was I didn't know I had to change my license sticker on the back of the plates. I thought that just changed when you changed your license, like every 10 years or something. Doug Ford comes personally and puts the sticker on himself. No, seriously, I got pulled over by a police officer and they're like, your sticker's like three years old. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, was someone supposed to tell me that I needed to change this sticker? Nobody ever told me. So I kind of assumed you knew. I, and they thought I was lying. They actually thought I was lying. Nobody could be this stupid. (laughs) But it's not stupidity. You were in an insane asylum for four years before your dad finally figured it out and there's a sticker on for you and they let you out. Yeah, there's just stuff you don't know until someone tells you or until you get in an accident and you learn the hard way. So if you got kids who are in their 20s, approaching their 20s, maybe you're 20. You're going to learn things the hard way. And that's okay. You're not unlucky. You're just dumb. But not willfully dumb, just (laughs) unfortunately dumb. You're just uninformed. Which is almost the same thing. I made sure my son knew that, yes, I was dumb at your age too. Uninformed is the nicer dumb. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Excited to hear that the Blythe Rutabaga Festival is coming back. We were thinking there's some other local festivals that should be brought back. 
Or should exist. Yeah. I mean, there's a festival that goes on every morning, the Bruce Power Parade. Every morning between 5.30 and 7, you got that lineup going all the way down Highway 21. I stand on the side of the road and wave to them all. It's a long parade route that goes right to Bruce Power. Or the Lucknow Truck Now Festival. Everyone gathers with their trucks. It's like a big tailgate party. You just get drunk on the street. Basically every weekend in Lucknow. Pretty well every Friday in Lucknow. There's the Grand Bend Tequila Festival. That's just every Saturday at Coco's in Grand Bend. (laughs) Yeah. Or the Zurich Has Been Festival. This is the cousin of the Bean Festival. The Has Been Festival. They just get a bunch of forgotten celebrities to town. Paulie Shore comes every year. Mario Lopez is there. David Schwimmer of Friends. Uh-huh. Billy Ray Cyrus, he's been there a few times. 20 years, I think, he's been there now. Yeah, and then they feed them beans. And they feed them beans. It's a, it's a nice fe- forgotten festival. Billy Ray Cyrus really out of shape. It's because he's been going to the Has Been Festival in Zurich. And he keeps getting that mullet stuck in the bean soup. It gets longer and longer uh, every it's, year. It's, Cut that it's mullet, messy. Billy Ray. It's messy. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Fatty, I think I chose the wrong career. I should have been on that TV show, Friends. You should have been. Yeah, they, I, I missed my chance. They offered you the role of Chandler. You turned it down. Ugh, I just didn't think it would become anything. You're like, who is David Schwimmer anyways? <laughs> a bunch of friends that just sit around and drink coffee all day? <laughs> Matt LeBlanc, that's not a real name. That'll never fly. You won't believe how much money they all still make. There's probably a reason hardly any of them, minus Jennifer Aniston, have gone on to really do much. But David Schwimmer, he's still swimming in money. Shame on you. <laughs> Even though he's really hasn't done too much. Crickets. You get the crickets. Show still brings in a total of a billion dollars annually. Holy crap. That means each cast member still makes twenty million a year on the reruns. Making twenty million still from something you did in the nineties. That'd be awesome. Early two thousands. Show invest, it. Invest in Windows. Yeah. Yeah, not Mac, though. You don't want to invest in Mac until the late 90s. I should have taken that gig. You should have taken the gig. You didn't. You could have been a good Gunther. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. OLG for BC. They said that a lottery ticket worth a million bucks, it's now expired. Oh, my God. This person's going to find that ticket today. And they'll just be beating themselves up for the rest of their life. I would not want to be friends with this guy if he found out he was the million-dollar winner and didn't claim it. Let's say you had a ticket worth a million bucks. Days after it expired, you found that ticket. Would you even tell anybody? Yeah, I, Like, I wouldn't even tell my no. girlfriend. I wouldn't tell my priest. I wouldn't even whisper it in your, my private moments. Your, your wife or girlfriend would never... Never let you live it down. Wouldn't have to look at the flyers anymore, Matthew, if you had cashed that ticket. Did you pick up toilet paper or did you forget? Oh, like, like you, you did for- with the lottery like ticket. you forgot to cash that yeah. million dollar ticket. Oh, you wouldn't hear the end of it. We could be buying Charmin toilet paper every week. We're buying one ply still because you didn't cash that ticket. You'd never hear the end of it. Oh. I'd be beating myself up the rest of my life. And you know what? You deserve to never hear the end of it. Check your lottery tickets. We have to buy carrots instead of parsnips. That's not an argument, people. I don't know. (laughs) Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Ticket for $1 million expired yesterday unclaimed. Oh, there was something happened to me recently. I was kind of with you when this happened. You and I were at the grocery store, and there was a good price on peanut butter. But there was no peanut butter on the shelf, so we got a rain check. You texted me pictures of the peanut butter. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because we both enjoy a peanut butter protein smoothie. How sad are we? Isn't this sad? That's a true story. I text you a photo of peanut butter at the grocery store. Hey, bro, peanut butter's on sale. And then you rushed over. None there. (laughs) 
So they changed their rain checks to where it's a printed receipt. So in the meantime, I got a new wallet. Cleaned out the old wallet, all those old receipts. There's like 15 of them. Been there for 16 and years. And so I ended up throwing out the rain check with the receipts. So then I'm you like, go to the store to buy the peanut butter. I'm like, oh. You literally are at the checkout being like, I can't wait to get my sweet discounted price on this delicious peanut butter. I had 10 of them. Looking through your wallet. <laughs> Where'd it go? So, Where'd the rain check go? It was so disappointing. I felt like I lost a million bucks. Paid full price for the PB. I just got one instead of 10. How sad are Isn't we? That, isn't this sad? But I made up for it a couple days ago. Clearing out the candy cane ice cream. Look at you. For a buck. A buck a barrel. Oh, I got five of them. Dinner for the next three weeks, kids. That's a million bucks. How sad are isn't we? That, isn't this sad? Mornings with Matt and Fatty. So Matt's wife listens to the show sometimes. My wife talked about how she had my birthday present. She was all excited about my birthday rolls around two days later on them thinking, I didn't get my birthday present. What happened? She said she forgot to wrap it. Yeah, maybe the excuse. I don't think it was an excuse. I think she had a birthday present. But in the meantime, I was saying when I was talking about this, how the birthday present I asked for is just don't spend any money. Save me some cash. That's the best birthday present I could have because we share an account. Yeah, you said this on the radio into a microphone that broadcasts your voice to lots of people. So so she heard about this and she was going to return my gift. Because, <laughs> well, you said that on the radio. So then yesterday I brought it up again. Is there a gift for me for my birthday? She's like, oh, yeah. I was going to return it, though, because I heard you say that the best birthday present you could have would be financial stability going into January. <laughs> <laughs> She was going to return it. Dude, she listens, man. You got to keep her. She listens to you. Oh, and now that I saw the gift, one of those fruit ninjas, high-tech blenders, and I don't want to take this back now that I've seen it. I want this really bad. Best $400 ever. Thanks, sweetheart. Kids were all getting excited about their kale shakes. What? Oh, yeah, my son. Oh, finally, I can have a kale shake. I'm like, okay, buddy, you need to have higher goals. Daddy, can I make a kale (laughs) shake in your new ninja? You need to have better things to look forward to. When did you develop a British accent, son? (laughs) (laughs) Been watching too much Oliver. So I think I'm going to keep it. You're keeping the ninja. I haven't opened it yet. It's still all in the box. Congratulations on your ninja. Thank you. See, I get you good things. I got your headphones. The ninja's pretty cool, though. Ninja's good. Ninja's pretty cool. Headphones are cool too, though. I'm just trying to make myself feel better. I can put better. the headphones on so I don't have to listen to the grinding of the fruit in the ninja. The grinding of the frozen bananas. Yeah. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Officials are warning residents in Roddickton, Newfoundland, to keep their distance from seals. They've all wandered into town and they're they're stuck there in town because of the buildup of ice. They can't get back out to sea. So they're all <laughs> hanging out in this little town. It's dangerous, though, because they're wandering near the road. They're on trails. Yeah. They're like hanging out near people's houses. And they're kind of just like giant slugs. More or they less. Can't, they yeah. can't move very well. If a slug bred with a dog, seal. This is more interesting than the geese problem that we we have. We, do, we get geese. <laughs> Any animal Ugh. that can fly but opts to walk across the road. They're just rubbing it in our faces. I'm sensing, though, a new musical. You know that hit musical, Come From Away? That was about Gander, Newfoundland. During 9-11, there was all the planes that landed in Gander, and the people of Gander welcomed everybody into their homes. So this one's the same idea, except they welcome all the seals, and they sing songs like this. Baby, I can be 
that's of course the pop artist Seal. Yeah. Goes a lot. I mean, they could have songs like "I Wanna Roddington All Night" it's in Roddington, yeah. Newfoundland, <laughs> or "Sign Seal Delivered." Nicely done. We don't have a seal problem here in Huron County, but we should because it looks adorable. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. This happened to a guy. He was yelling in his home, Why don't you die? Why don't you die? There's furniture going all over the place. There's the sound of some commotion going on. There's a screaming child in the background. If I heard this on my street, I might be tempted to call 911, say there's something going on. Somebody over did. There. Someone's killing somebody. Police showed up. Guy was trying to kill a spider. Just a spider. <laughs> and I mean, he's wrong to try to kill a spider. The spider did die. So there was injury to the spider. He got the spider, but you should do what any reasonable person would do when there's a big spider in your household. You light the house on fire and you move on. Just move on. They're too terrifying. There's really nothing else you can do. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. I was just reminded the other day, found an old note, and I was thinking, this is how we used to text. Was it a love note with you and your wife? Or was it your breakup letter? Both. <laughs> We had a dramatic ladder chain going on for a while where yeah. we were together and then, oh, I'm not sure about this. It's long distance. And we actually wrote actual letters and sent them by mail. Dear Natalie, war is hard. It's like, war? Seriously. I'm going I, to college in Toronto. I'm from that generation. We sent <laughs> letters. And I remember there was a, not a breakup letter, but just thinking, oh, I'm not really sure if uh, this is, this is going to last. I'm, it's hard having a long distance relationship. And I remember throwing that thing in the mailbox thinking, oh no, I got to get that thing back because I changed my mind. Can't get into the mailbox, brother. So then I had to write another letter hoping that that letter would magically get there before the first letter that oh, I sent. People in the 80s were dumb. It was tough before we texted. Parents would leave notes. Things like, this house better be spotless before I get home from work if it's not everyone's getting a whooping you're picking a switch <laughs> did you ever have to pick a switch you uh, lived in the country pick a switch you never had to go get a switch where they literally no. make you pick the branch <laughs> off the tree that they're gonna whip you with no just whatever belt they were wearing whatever belt worked that out, was wearing worked out well. time. yeah yeah it was studded no. I kid you. My parents weren't like that. The best note I'm not sure kids now will get. Maybe you can tell me because you got kids. Best notes I ever got growing up. My mom would leave me just an eight and a half by 11 on the table that said, I'm working overtime tonight. Here's 20 bucks for pizza. Yes. That was always the best one. See, now you text everything if you want your kids to know. We have like a family group message where I've actually done this exact thing. Better be clean when I come home. You better have the clothes off the bathroom floor and the kitchen cleaned up. And you all have iPhones so you can see who's read it. And I don't make threats or anything. It's more just like, please, I don't have time to deal with this when I get home today. Yeah. You don't make threats, and that's why your house is always messy when you get home. You got to be a more threatening father, Matthew. Mm. Did, your, did your father teach you nothing? Start wearing some studded belts, and then whenever they upset you, <laughs> just you ball your fist up and you pretend to reach for the belt. Those days are gone, by. You got to build the fear. Never. Build that fear in yeah. your kids. If they're not ducking when you get home, you're not doing your job right. Here's the note my mom actually left. Don't forget to hit record on the VCR. Matt Locks on at 7. Young and the Restless is on. Yeah. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. A new affliction people are experiencing due to their phones called selfie wrist. Selfie wrist. When you go to take a selfie, you extend your arm and then you pull your wrist back towards you to try and take that picture. It's putting a lot of pressure. It does. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing it right now. Ow. It yeah, hurts. Twisting your wrist. Yeah, I'm getting carpal just you, doing it. You get a sharp pain and it results in carpal tunnel syndrome. That's for serious. Yeah. 
selfie wrist and you can die of selfies between october of 2011 and november 2017 259 deaths taken selfies yeah the edge of cliffs near waterfalls next to birds of prey there's a lot of afflictions due to the modern age yeah, one is avocado thumb. A lot of people don't know about it, where mm -hmm. you cut your thumb trying to get the pit out of the avocado. It, it's serious. Or remote control envy, when someone grabs that remote control out of your hand. Yeah, and they wrench your arm. Yeah, it hurts yeah, your arm. serious. There's whole wheat toast neck. A lot of people don't know. It's because when you eat like a hipster, you don't get enough vitamins and minerals to maintain your bone density. Fitted sheet fist. Trying to fold a fitted sheet. You hurt your fist. Nobody can fold a fitted sheet. It's impossible. And nobody can do it. If they claim they can, they are evil and you should call the police. Yeah. Because they're lying. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Exactly two months after the legalization of marijuana, people still kind of adjusting. You can smoke these things outside in the same way you can smoke cigarettes outside. People are loud and proud about it now that it's legal, right? They don't have to hide it. One dude who passed by me while I was singing. Yeah, you were performing and, this weekend. And first he was like, hey, want to go out for a toke? Like on the top of his lungs. You're I'm like, like dude, uh, shut dude, up. I'm, no. First of all, I'm working. And second of all, no, I, I got to stay focused on my I work. I don't do that. I don't do that when I'm singing. I don't smoke joints. I read the Bible. I'm a good boy. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> this, quickly moving on. And I, I got to think, oh, this is just so bizarre that, you know, like if people had to hide this for years and now that it's legal, it's like, okay, yeah. And, and then at the end of the night, the same dude, he said, I really want to tip you. You did such a great job tonight. And he, th he threw a, a toke in my tip jar. He threw a joint. Yeah. Threw a joint in my tip chip jar. Tipped me with a toke. He tipped you with a toke. And I thought, wow. A sign of the times, I guess. A Canadian tip is what it's called. I don't have any change, but I got some tokes. There you go. Yeah. That's kind of nice. It was kind of nice. I wasn't going to refuse it. Maybe that was his last joint. He's like, I don't have much, but I want you to have this. It, it was really sweet. Yeah. And if someone wants to give, you got to give them that opportunity to give. And it was Bob Marley, Willie Nelson, and Jimmy Buffett for the rest of the night. All night long. Yeah. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. I was at the gym yesterday, saw a few extra people there. Maybe you don't have to lose that extra little belly fat because it turns out women prefer men who's packing on a few extra pounds. A guy wrote this study. Must have. Researchers found that women are more attracted to men with more stomach. Bull crap. Also attracted to fathers. Indicates fertility, which apparently increases their natural appeal. Okay. I have two cats and a vasectomy, so does that mean I'm less attractive than you who has a dog, a cat, three kids? Yeah, I can barely look at you. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. But having a little bit of extra weight actually benefits your immune system. Makes them think, hmm, that guy's a little bit healthier than the guy that looks like he's chiseled in stone. I think a chunkier guy wrote this study being like, yeah, women are attracted to guys with hairy backs, feet. And they're really attracted if you're a researcher at Yale. Yeah. Oh, unibrows. They like unibrows, too. They do. And hairy ears and high-pitched voices. Hey, that's me. I'm the researcher. I'm all of these things. Incredible. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. It means no worries. It's a Swahili phrase that Disney stole, shall I say? They used in the movie The Lion King. Disney is trying to trademark it. People upset about this, saying it's very much akin to colonialism or cultural appropriation because it's a Swahili phrase, something they've said for years and years and years. Disney now thinks they can come in and 
own a piece of language? I think this is absolutely ridiculous of Disney. Yeah, you can't just do that. It's like if Disney made a movie about Huron County and they tried to trademark the term, these wind turbines are making me sick. You just can't do that. That's our term. Yeah, like you can't trademark hand me another beer. No, that's a Huron County term. Yeah, or you're going the wrong way around the square. Yeah, that's a Godrich term. That belongs to that us. That belongs to us. It's like if Disney made a movie about Grand Bend and trademarked the term, I'm going to puke behind Coco's for a second. Everybody says it so much you can't trademark it. How could you? So Disney, leave Hakuna Matata alone. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. One of my kids said to me the other day, doing their math homework, oh, I'll never use that. Oh, yes, you will. Yes, you will. Someday you'll be ordering pizza for your family and you'll be wondering, do I get more pizza out of an 18-inch or twelve or two 12-inch mediums? It sounds like two 12-inch pizzas would give you more pizza. Because two is bigger than one. Two pizzas is more than one pizza. No, one 18-inch pizza has more area, has more surface area than two 12-inch pizzas. It's an easy equation too, area equal equals pi r square. So the large 18-inch, 254, and uh, two mediums is only 226 square inches. So you actually get more pizza buying the one 18-inch pizza than you do buying two 12s. This blows my mind. Yeah, so that's good information to have. I used to always think I was getting such a deal. I'm getting two pizzas for the price of that large one. See how much I love you kids? I'm buying two pizzas. Two pizzas. It's always good to know that math. Mm. Pizza companies don't rip you off. Looking at you, Pizza Hut. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Gone up this morning. I thought I could press my snooze button and maybe sleep in a little bit. You was wrong. Oh, I was wrong. Yo, you were so wrong. It's one of those mornings you're going to have to do a little scraping. It's not going to be serious scraping. Yeah. It's not that like deep winter, sub 20 degree temperatures. It's going to be stuck to your windshield this morning. The wipers aren't going to do it today. And I got to thinking for mornings like this, why aren't there scrapers that are at least 12 inches long? Right. You could pretty much do your entire windshield in two swipes. Why are they so small? Why isn't someone coming? up with like a massive scraper that just scrapes the entire windshield in one shot. Dude, invent this thing. Am I right? Invent it and sell it. I would buy this. Yeah. I wouldn't buy it, but if somebody gifted it to me, I would totally give it a couple tries. And then if I like it, I'd be like, dude, you got to get the hussy scraper. Mornings like this, I end up using a little plastic shovel that I have. Why isn't there a scraper like this? I think the radio guy's shoveling his car. Yeah. What's he doing? What's with that weird (laughs) toque? He hasn't taken it off in months. (laughs) (laughs) The country